Hi, this is Pastor Rick. Let me tell you, Easter is always a wonderful time of year. We gather at the Civic Center. It's thousands of people come out through the weekend. It's just phenomenal. You don't want to miss this service. Now, this service is special. Uh, this was our nine o'clock service on Easter Sunday morning, and we decided to do something different. Now, the sermon is about being free, how Jesus came to set us free, and what real freedom looks like is a great message. But what I want you to see is I decided to be free myself. So there's going to be a little bit of a different kind of a feel to this service. You're going to start off with a couple of songs that will surprise you. And I want you to, I want to tell you, both of them were liberating. Uh, one is not one you normally would sing on Easter. The other one is one you would sing on Easter. But they both can minister to us in a way that is just phenomenal. I just think you're going to love this little interruption. So it starts off with some singing, okay? And then it's going to go to the message. So hang with it all. And let me tell you, sit through it all and watch God do something amazing. At the end, just before I preached, I called up one of our members who had just lost his wife and he had uh, not sung in a while. And um, he has an amazing voice. Uh, but you just listen to how all that went. It was just a, a mighty moment of God that really touched lives. So stay with us. Enjoy the word. Enjoy the singing. It's going to be amazing. Stay with us. Enjoy our Easter sermon on being free. I got, can I do what I want to do? Good, I want to do what I want to do. I want to do what I want to do. Um, leave all those mics up. I'm in good shape. Watch this. You're going to be impressed. There you go. Do me a favor. This has nothing to do with but how I feel. I almost don't feel like preaching. I'm going to preach. I promise. But I want to do what I want. Can I do what I want to do? This ain't got nothing to do with anything. Yes, sir. I know it's Resurrection Sunday, but I want you to do me a favor. Yes, Georgia on my mind. I want to hear a little bit of that. I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of Georgia on my mind. I just, I feel it. And, um, I just want to hear just a little bit. If y'all never heard us sing this before, then Lord have mercy. I believe that God meets you where you are. And I'm preaching on freedom today, so I need to be free. How about an amen of that? Come on. And I, I, just, I just think it just does something to you when you're free. You're free. You want to try a little bit of it? Yes, sir. A little bit. Hold on for a second. Do me a favor. I need to move this so nobody see you. Okay, that's fine. This, hold on. I'm going to do a little arranging myself. I'm free. You ready? And what's going to happen is I'm going to demonstrate what I want to preach about. Sometimes you preach stuff, right? You got the notes. You can read it on your own. Praise God. <laughs> but some people are bound. You ain't happy at all. Your life is full of misery and you fake real good. But I believe that God wants you free. God wants you free. Georgia. Sing it. Georgia. The whole day through. Just an old sweet song. On my mind, on my mind, Georgia, 
my Georgia, a song of you. Come so sweet and clear, like the moonlight shines through the pines. Other arms reach out to me and other eyes smile tenderly still in peaceful dreams i see that I talking red clay hills I'm talking peaches overcoming by faith in Georgia that's where I find peace just an old sweet song keeps Georgia gonna take it smiling on my mind Keeps Georgia on sing this in the old church way back um, back when we sang loops and loops of songs for about 20 minutes <laughs> but that was one of my one that was my favorite um, that we did in worship and it just went I am free praise the Lord I'm free no longer bound No more chains holding me My soul is resting And it's just a blessing Praise the Lord Hallelujah I am free. Come on, sing it. Son. I am free. Praise the Lord. I am free. I'm no longer bound. No more chains holding me my soul is resting and it's just a blessing oh yeah praise the Lord praise praise the Lord hallelujah I am free.
No more chains holding me My soul is resting And it's just a blessing Praise the Lord I said praise the Lord Praise the Lord Hallelujah I am free Let's all stand, shall we? I was about to preach, and it came to me. You need to be free, Ricky Temple, before you preach about it. Free to do what you want to do. Free to follow the Holy Spirit. Free to not be bound with the plan that you wrote out from script. I wanted to hear Georgia. Resurrection Sunday, I want to say, Lord, thank you for Georgia. So I want to hear Georgia. So I heard Georgia. Then I thought about somebody who traveled a hard road, a family lost, lost his wife. Watch him swim through the river. Watch him climb through grief. He and his family. And I said, I want to hear him sing. I didn't know what he going to sing. I didn't know what he would, I wouldn't, didn't know. Does mean my mic need to be changed? That what this means? No? Okay, that's just there. Okay, good. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to make sure y'all hearing me right. I just, I just, I wanted, um, I wanted to hear him sing something. I watched him struggle with it. Sometimes when you're striving to be free, you struggle. It ain't easy to be free. I'm glad he didn't know what to sing first. Sometimes you don't know what to sing. Sometimes you got to just stand still. Let people look at you while you figure out what you're going to do. How are you going to tell this preacher after church he better stop doing this kind of stuff to me? <laughs> and knowing he don't care. He, he don't care. He don't listen to me at all. He does what he wants to do because he's free. Praise God. But notice how God dropped in his mind the sermon. you didn't look at your notes deciding to be free come on Father in these next 10 minutes I pray you bless the word I will share may bring life and freedom to your people in Jesus name everybody say amen you may be seated
Repeat the topic with me, please. Say, building a better covenant. It's our theme we've been in for the last few weeks. Every now and then in your life, you decide what you want. You decide whether you want to be in an agreement with God or not. You decide whether you want to be in a covenant. That's what a covenant is. It's an agreement between you and someone. It's a contract. In that contract, there are certain provisions that are made. If you want this, you must do that. You must decide to sign. <clears throat> to sign. Nobody can sign for you. If you ever close on a house, you go into a lawyer's office and you sign your name. I decided to buy this house. I've decided to make these payments every single month. I've decided. This is my contract. Once you sign, you're obligated. There's something about coming to the day that you decide you want to be free. You decide to sign on the line with God and say, I, Ricky Temple, hereby declare that I, as of this day, want to be free. You make a decision. Have you ever been free? Really free? How long have you been in a bondage in your life? How long have you been on drugs? How long have you been bound by a habit that embarrasses you, robs you, hurts you? How long? How much longer will you be? And do you really believe that it's possible for you to be free? Do you really believe that it's absolutely possible for you to get beyond this season in your life? Now, what I want to do is I'm going to lay out three simple principles today. Repeat them with me, please. Say, why we can be free. Three decisions you make to be free. And three reasons we should be free. Now, I know in my life that I have seen people that are free. I've seen people that are happy with their life. And they inspire me. But I've also seen people that were bound. Matthew chapter 28 verse 5 lays out a scripture that talks about today, Easter. Here's what it says, Matthew chapter 28 verse 5. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. Verse 6, repeat this with him, please say, But he is not here. Come on, say, For he is risen. And he said, come, let me show you where he lays. I want you to get the angel said, let me show you where he laid. I want to prove to you he's no longer bound by death. It's all about proving. You don't believe me? Come look. <laughs> it's amazing. Then in verse 7, he says, go quickly. Tell the disciples. Let everybody know he's risen. When you, when you find this out, don't respond casually. I want you folks to run. You found something that you didn't see before. A miracle took place. <laughs> now, I've learned something about 
this exchange, and I've learned something about life. First of all, there are three decisions you make if you want to be free. And I want you to be clear about these before I give you this third point I want to make. First of all, you must decide to be free. Can you say that with me, please? I must decide, I must decide to, be free. to be free. Secondly, you must decide to repent. You've got to say, I've changed my mind. That's what the word repent means. To rep repent doesn't mean that you think the same way and you're just kind of casual. No, repentance means I, I don't think north, I think south. And then, thirdly, if you want to be free, you must decide to change today. The angel looked at them, and the angel said, okay, have you changed your mind now that you see he's not where he was, you thought he was laying? Yeah. Those women, when they saw he wasn't there anymore, they changed their mind about him being dead. He was no longer dead. That's what the angel was trying to get them to see. He's no longer dead. Change your mind. He now, and now I want you to quickly get up and do something about it. Here's what I've learned about people. They're here, but they don't change. They don't really change. They agree. They make the peace, but they haven't repented, changed. The angel said, do you think he's here? He's not here. Come here, let me change your mind. And that's God's goal with you. God's whole goal is to get you to see life differently because until you do, nothing changes. Nothing changes. So look with me, if you would, please, at the text. In Romans 6 and 5, three reasons we should be free. Number one, because the Bible said we've been united together in the likeness of his death, Romans 6 and 5. And certainly we should also be in the likeness of his what? Resurrection. So here's why we should be free, because we've died with Christ. And number two, we've risen with Christ. We are identified with his death. He died, that's what baptism is about, and he rose and we rise, knowing that our old man was crucified with him. When it says that in verse 6 of Romans chapter 6, it's saying, he died, you died, he's freed, you're freed. Come on, say, he died, we died, he's free, we're free. That's how it's supposed to be. question is, why aren't you free yet? You've had how many Christian songs? You've danced in church. How many times you fell out? How many times you've read? How many Christian books do you have? And we're still bound. Why? Are we still bound? Why? Sometimes I think we've given up hope. I want to close with a story in Acts chapter 3. And the reason I chose this story is because I needed to show you somebody who was free and how they act when they're free. In Acts chapter 3, there's a guy who was lame from his mother's womb. He had never walked. I don't know what you, if you understand what it means to never walk, but that means you don't know how to walk. You have never walked in your life, and you give up on believing you can walk. It never even comes to your mind to walk because you never walk. Now watch this. Can you fly? Is your chance to say no? Do you ever think about flying? Do you ever think about jumping off a building to see if you can fly? That's because you can't fly. You get on a plane to fly places. 
But you never, ever, ever think seriously if you're with us about flying. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's not you. Come on, amen. Are you with me? So here's a guy in Acts chapter 3 who's never walked. And now all of a sudden, something amazing is happening. He has this encounter and all of a sudden, his life's about to change. Listen to what happens. Verse 3, Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being about the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. Here's a guy whose full-time job was to beg. All he did every day was wait for his transportation to come, his Uber, and they would carry him to the gate and he would, hey, beg. Now, Peter and these guys have been coming to this place for years and so they'd seen him before. But everybody said with him, please say, today is the day. There always is a day. Today is the, there's a day when you change. There's a day when you decide to go to college. There's a day when you graduate. There's a day when you decide to not be angry. There's a day when you decide to be happy. There's a day. There is a day. I had one the other day. I was trying to find a book. I was doing a report and I couldn't find the book. I knew I had it. I bought the book. I quote the book all the time, but I couldn't find the book. So I went to my library, which has lots of books, as you can imagine. And I looked and I couldn't find the book. And I was kind of angry that I couldn't find the book. So you know what I did over the last three days? I pulled all the books out, hundreds of them, pray for me. And I'm organizing my bookshelf because I said I might as well throw them away if they're not organized because I can't find anything. The day came. It all happened in a flash. I just needed one quote. I was looking for a quote, a simple statement. I could have looked it up online, but they don't sell the book anymore online. I had to order it and I didn't have time. I needed the quote now and I couldn't find it. So I threw all the books out. Milani came into my office at my house and she said, Pop up, this is a mess. <laughs> I know, baby, but I'm looking for a book. There's a day. One day, he's sitting there like normal, and all of a sudden, something happened. Peter and John, about to go into the temple, Ask, he asked alms, and Peter fastened his eyes upon him. And John, and here's what he said. Verse 5, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold, have I none? I am broke. Well, why are you stopping? In the name of Jesus Christ, I do have something I want to give you. I want to give you something, an ability you never had before. I want you to rise up and walk. Now, that's a moment when you look at the guy and you say, you have a problem. You've seen me laying here all these years, and now all of a sudden you want me to, do, to rise up and walk. And listen to me. In this moment, an amazing thing happens. He must have been thinking about it. He must have been dreaming about it. Because as he sat there, he watched everybody walking and skipping. See, when you can't walk, you admire, you admire this. Go ahead, then you can skip backwards. You know what I'm saying? Somebody said, no, he's flipping out up there. No, I'm not. I'm telling you, this is amazing. 
He's watching people skip. He's watching people leap. He's watching all this and he can't do it. And Peter looks at him and says, silver and gold, have none, but such as I have in the name of Jesus Christ, try something new, be free and walk. <laughs> Take a neighbor and say, doesn't hurt to try. <laughs> no, come on, say it again. Come on, say it. it doesn't hurt to try. So, you know, you're sitting there and you can't walk anyway. If you try and can't walk, you didn't lose anything. If you're unhappy now and you just try to be happy, you might be surprised. So this amazing moment happens. He took him by the right hand. And then he lifted him up. He took him by the right hand. Think with me. And he lifted him up. Practice with me. Hand signals. Ready? Come on. He took him by the what? Right hand. You didn't work with me. Come on. He took him by the what? Right hand. And then he lifted him up. Now watch this. When he extended his right hand, he had a decision to make. Reach up and try or keep your hands down and die this way. You got a decision to make. Free or bondage. Stay where you are. You can have the same attitude. You can have the same view. You can have the same religious approach. You can have the same life you have today, or you can let somebody reach down. Hand signals. Walk with me. Come on. Stay. Reach out. You didn't even work with me, preacher. Come on. Come on. Work with me. Reach out. There's something about reaching your hand. This is a moment when he made a decision to reach out and try. Talk different, act different, say things differently, be different. Don't be the same. And the Bible said, all of a sudden, when he reached up, <laughs> the Bible immediately, something miraculous happened. His feet and ankle bones received strength. He never felt that before. All of a sudden, now he can feel something he's never felt before. Here's what I promise you. Look at the preacher for a second. Try and you'll feel different. Try and you'll feel different. You know what I love about the Bible? You know what I love? Honestly, God, I, a lot of times I have no clue what to teach on. But here's what I do. This is a, you want to know how to get sermons? Here's what I do. I get along with God, and I open it up, and I just start. And I ask myself one question. What do you think, Ricky Temple, they need? What do you think? What is it this church needs? What is it that we need? What is it? What is it? What is it? And I, I let my life, as I live my life, I look at my life, I look at my circumstances, and, and that's what came to me today. What came to me was freedom is what they need. Happiness, joy, not bondage, not religious bondage. Where you feel tied to something and you, you're just not happy. I'm telling you right now, in this moment, this guy did something. And watch what happened in verse 11. And the lame man, <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Verse, verse 10, and they knew that it was he, which, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of myself. Verse, verse 9. And, and leaping, he stood up and he walked and it entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat at the gate. Everybody said, that is him, man. What will people say when they see you and you're free? How will you look to them? Verse 11 said, and as the lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John, because he couldn't walk without help still, but he was dancing and leaping and praising God. 
And all the people ran together. Of course they did. Because they saw something. They saw freedom. They saw something. You want people to be excited about your church? You want people to be excited about your God? You want people to even care that you save? You want, you, people don't care if they don't see freedom in your life. All of it is religious talk. It means absolutely nothing. Are you free? Are you going to let somebody reach down and help you be free? Or are you going to stay where you are? Jesus died to give you the right to be free. But your freedom is tied to you reaching up and letting somebody pull you up. Father, I pray today in the name of Jesus that somebody in here would open their heart to being free. Well, I pray you were blessed by the sermon. I told you that this nine o'clock service was a bit different, a little bit unique, and I, I hope that you were touched as much as we all were. It's a simple message with a powerful bottom line. God wants you to be free. So let me pray with you. Father, I pray that those who heard this will be inspired today to live in freedom and to remember that you love them and you care. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, you be sure to keep up with us on all the different social media options we have. Go to our website, we'll list it below, and just stay connected. We'd love to see you in person, overcome by faith if you get a chance. But until then, I'll see you next time. You be free. God bless.